Slash Push. Give me some. Let's go. Never fall. Ten toes down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by You Know Media. Kia ora, it's Iwi and welcome on in. Uh, Matua Mark here again. Of course, the boys away for today. Back on Monday. Cannot wait to see them back, whether you be sisters or misters, whether it be morning time or evening time or anywhere in between. I welcome you all along. Uh, this is just a bit of a catch-up session on where we are and how we've got to where we are. Now, the boys are currently, as I said, in transit from Canada all the way home to Aotearoa. Uh, we had a big week of politics, so I wanted to make sure we had a moment to reflect on kind of some of the first episodes we ever dropped all the way through. And I think yesterday I got through maybe the first 50-odd. Uh, but today, I'm just going to scrape on through the last set and just be like, okay, here are some of my favorite moments. I'm not going to lie, this was super hard because we have done a lot. So let's begin with that time you made us cry with laughter, telling us all about your awkward tonguey moments. This is The Morning Shift. You're going to get a lot when you listen to this show. The end. You turn right, it's the carnival. <laughs> you turn left, and it's a tangi for all. Let's go back a few weeks. Uh, Brock went to a tangi of a, of a family friend. Somehow, mm-hmm. after that, he he somehow very disrespectfully brought content to the show, talking <laughs> how do you get out of a conversation? <laughs> you bad for that, man. You wrong for that. That helped, though. Big, big help. And then, obviously, last week uh, we had a tangi chat as well. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brought up the idea of, well, why don't we ask the shifters? All of us have been to tangis. What's the most awkward thing that you've experienced, seen at a tangi? What, what you're about to hear is experiences people have had uh, from tangis that have been awkward for them. So I come from a Samoan family, and we had this one uncle, eh? He's a bit of a player, new year, new girlfriend type of guy. It's a girlfriend at the time. He didn't explain how... Samoan funerals work Like you put in your monetary donation And like the money goes to gifts and different payments So while we're completing the exchange of gifts The fire lovey lovey She sees the pigs and all, and all that laid out And she literally screams head off and says Is this what my $5,000 went to? To my uncle And this is during the ceremony Like in front of the ministers and everything so yeah, she disappeared. Have a good day, brothers. Hey man, bro, that can start some stuff too. If someone starts being like, "Hey, my five thousand dollars," you'd be like, "Yeah, well, he actually owed me a few a few bucks too. Who do I need to see about that two hundred dollars he owed me?" You're right. Like we we don't need that. Don't be starting with that energy when you come to these tonguies. He also said she disappeared. So. <laughs> Did they break up or did she actually, where did she go? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hey, look, if there's a bit of cultural indifference for those big things like wedding, tangy, you got to fill them in, whanau. Is this where my 5,000? Yeah, that's a hospital pass they don't need at that time. Not the, I'm vegan. <laughs> I'm vegan. <laughs> what, what, what pig costs $5,000? <laughs> there's only four here for starters. <laughs> I know you caught all that food out in the ocean, so you don't pay for that. <laughs> Be breaking down the five thousand dollars. Um, so I was at this 
one funeral and it was a Samoan funeral oh. and one of the uncles got up to say his speech. Um, as you know, Samoan uncles at funerals are notorious for going over time. Anyway, oh. halfway through his speech, the projector screen in front of him started coming down <laughs> and covered his face. The uncle kept going. No one could see his face, but honestly, if there was a cue to shush, that definitely would have been it. <laughs> oh, man. Not the good in closing. Why do my eyes need to see that for some reason? Not the shush. Just got to get those cues, my people. You got to get them cues. Man, what's up with, what's up with island, like, weddings and anything, Tangi, and, like, the 30-minute the speech about nothing related to the topic. Like, nothing the related next... to the bridal groom, nothing related to the person who's passed <laughs> on. Just a fat yarn about Jack. <laughs> Stop doing that. It's embarrassing. We need a time. We need a timer. That's what we're going to start, is a timer, and you have a certain amount of time there, and you, you just get nah. what you need done in that certain amount of time. It's these ones, too, like, no context. Like, yeah, you know... Uh, yeah, things happen, eh? <laughs> you know you ain't right. That's and then, yeah, and then, uh, yes, we was finished, yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, next one. If the next one's about Samoan, I'm going to pack it in. Hey, I've got one for you this morning. It's a guy that I know know pretty well. His partner's at a uh, family, family funeral up in Auckland. This guy reckons, like, you know, just before they announced the... Um, letting down of the casket and whatnot, man reckons, grabbed the mic and uh, dropped to one knee and, and proposed. <laughs> and, and that's the first time he's met that side of the family. Oh, I really <laughs> <laughs> It's giving hummer too. <laughs> you know what? I actually remember... I think that's one of the ones I read, <laughs> and he commented after the audio <laughs> message and said, I know him because it was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, you made me cry. Oh, oh you made me cry. Honestly, what is more fresh? Oh, that's a good one. What is more fresh than asking Someone oh. to marry them at a tangi that's not even your family's oh, funeral. Oh, that's a good one. It's a special occasion. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> we got um, more. We got. We got. Oh, okay. okay, let's keep going. Oh, wow. Kia ora koutou. So the awkwardest thing that I've experienced at a tangi is um, releasing doves. This particular tangi got a few doves. Um, as they opened the casket, one of the doves fell. I think it was already dead. <laughs> <laughs> Probably think you'll brook some away. Nah, sure. <laughs> Thanks, my mate. <laughs> hey, screw you, man. He's gay. I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> oh, man, if you're, just joining, if you're just joining us and you rudely oh. just moved that dial and missed all our intro and all our daily bread stuff, you with, uh, we're talking about awkward situations at Tangi. Keep it rolling. Let's go, oh. Matua Mark. A friend of mine had passed away. She's from Ikatahuna. Oh, that a real place? And we had to travel down to her marae to um, pay our condolences and stuff. Um, we get there, standing outside for about half an hour, waiting to be called on. A lady pops out in a wetsuit. And I was like, well, 
you're about five hours away from the sea. I don't know why you've got a wetsuit on, but anyway. She clears her throat. <clears throat> she opens up a piece of paper. And she starts to call us on. Hide and mine three times. <laughs> Honestly, that was the funniest. Hey man, I can't even. Ikatahuna, man, you got, they got to be do, be able to do everything. Leave the city every now and then if you're down in Ikatahuna. You go go to Wellington, go to Auckland, go see go see a couple other places. That's not right. She probably did the karanga, did the kaimahi, and hopped in the castle. <laughs> Unreal. You cold down there? Uh, one of my family members had passed away, and uh, the birthday of this of the deceased um, <laughs> was a few days after. And uh, at the end of the happy birthday song, I thought they were going to finish, but uh, being old tongue people, this is how the birthday song went: Happy birthday to you. Happy long life to you. <laughs> Okay, this one's a bit heavy. <laughs> it was my koro's tangi. He was really heavy. There's probably about 12 of us um, carrying the coffin. Uh, anyway, we were trying to lower him down with straps, and um, the handles were, weren't, like, that strong. We went to lower him down, and one of the handles, or two of the handles, broke off. Oh. And uh, the coffin ended up doing that bit of a headstand in the hole. Man, it just... It went so, it just went south real quick. Or for him, north. But. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever say north. No. Oh my god. There's a deeper meaning to that. He means he's oh. going north. He's going to the upper room. That's a, that was a symbolic sign that he is going to go and see the man above. What are you, you know what I'm instantly thinking? Just about logistics. Like who. Who's. Who lies the blood? Who who lies the bro to rest one last time? <laughs> oh, well, imagine going through that twice. Oh my gosh! Okay. Woo! Awkward moments at Tangi Fana. Can we just say to anyone who is uh, currently going through something? We're not trying to be insensitive. We are no with way. you. But uh, some of you guys, man. This is the morning shift. Now, the goat segment, or goat chat, has been a stable since the day we started. A lot of the time it does feel like I'm doing most of the homework, though. But on episode 57, on the 15th of June, the boys turned up. Jordan even swore. Guys. So it's just knocking at the door. Open it up, because hello, what's back? The greatest of all time. Oh, you have been asking who are we to say no. Uh, it's been a long time between drinks when we have Go Chat. Greatest of all time. Now we pick a topic. And Matu or Mark, uh, as Jordan said at the front of the show, has been the GOAT of Go Chat so far. Oh, and, and you know, Matu Mark, we know that you don't like being, you know, you don't want us to G you up like that. But if we're thinking historically for this segment, you have absolutely punished us. And so this is an opportunity for us to try and step up. Um, and maybe you'll punish us again. You know what? The great thing about this is this is a lesson in everyone's life. 
It's, it's all already, step up. It? Yeah. No, 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 no. Take like it to I, the streets. Like I said, uh, my standards are where I have had them so far. I would not like to be raising my standards going into this. <laughs> where you have me thinking on the go chat, leave those standards there. Yeah, all right, pitch me, us. Me what do we got? Definitely bottom of the barrel. Uh, today, our topic is our category. Woo. Drum roll. Greatest TV moments of all time. We. Greatest TV moment of all time. That's our go chat today, guys. Like we said last time, uh, the mic. That is our paintbrush. The canvas. Yes, that is your ears. Is the ears. <laughs> and, and, and enjoy. I don't know. Do you want to go first? Canvas, not the ears. Do you want to go first? Shifters of the canvas. No, you go first. You, go first. Okay. you start us off, Jordan. You, you, you get this bad boy rolling today. All right, I'll start. So if we're talking uh, greatest TV show of all time, we should probably play my music. Let's play some music. Are you sabotaging me already? <laughs> I asked if you wanted the rain. You said, yeah, I had the rain. What is the greatest TV show of all time? A question for the ages. In 1927, Mr. Fransworth invented the telly, better known as the television, which truly made way for a Pandora's box right in our living rooms. Unlike with movies, limited by its duration... There's something about a TV show that makes you feel all the emotions that much deeper. A good show will keep you entertained. The great shows will make you see something of yourself. The great shows speak to us and our experiences in a way that no other medium can quite replicate. It's powerful. So let's take a little walk down memory lane. We all remember sitting in front of the TV watching our mothers mourn Princess Diana. We remember the hug, the hug that Uncle Phil gave Fresh Prince. Can we leave out a true TV moment down under? Have you forgotten Claire's death on McLeod's daughters? What about when Lost took over the world by storm? Not Penny's boat. If I say Snow Patrol chasing cars, what colour do you think of? Grey. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Oh, if you've done that, that's pretty good. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Sons, yeah. Great. Yep. When Opie died, I cried too. I should stop, eh? There's really too many TV moments to name. So if you're asking me to tell you what I think the greatest moment in television is, I would have to say it could only be the one that left me speechless. I don't need any audio. If you've watched the show, it's still etched in your memory. To this day, these five words I will always remember. The Lannisters send their regards. Oh! oh, good, 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 good. That, ladies and gentlemen, is my greatest TV moment of all time. Yeah, that's good. Man. Well done. Hey, Jesus, I'll shake your hand properly on that one. Well done. <laughs> Mark, you might have your work cut out for you today. Oh, this is how I imagined the segment would go all along. <laughs> But this, that was great. I want, like, yeah, my mind is boggling. The, 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 
yeah, the journey we just went on. Oh, mate, you, the ones you left out, though, eh? You really go back and you think, oh, damn. TV's been such an integral part of our lives for so long. Oh. We, we, this was before the internet was Have around. Have you started? No. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, 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 100%. 100%. I'm backing you. That's uh, That was awesome. Emotional. Mark, do you want to go second? No, you close the show. I'll go second. You never quite want to talk through uh, like the, the moments either because it's they're spoiler alerts. You know? Yeah, like yeah, I, I hear. You know, it's the same. Did GP Chat not give you the links? Or? Yeah, no. <laughs> all good, all good. Nah, you, you guys turn. I'll just sit back. Okay, I'll go. I'll go second. <laughs> was, that, was that all good or shit? Nah. <laughs> Damn, it. Damn it, I want I wanted to do better. Uh, I'll just play out my. The vibe is going to completely change. No, oi, put your Aye. put your big boots on and get into it, bro. You can do this. Let's push, bro. Don't fake me. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I felt that. Build me up before it comes down. When Mark brought this to me, or when we talked about it yesterday, there was one thing that came straight to my head, and I was like, I have to stay a little bit true to that. Now I worked out that my problem was I was trying to convince everybody else that this is the greatest moment of all time. No, this is my. Yeah, that's on brand. Greatest TV moment of all time. <laughs> no, no, it made me feel something. Jordan, and, and you're, too, you're actually right too because you see the great shows will make you think something of yourself. Mm. And I think everyone knows there's a scene that happens in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that, um, that I saw a little bit of myself in. Yeah, I did. It was a bit of a sad one. But it's... Um, what, what, about, what about this TV moment do you think makes it so powerful, what about it? Mm. Here's why it's powerful to me. Because it's the same question that I asked myself. Okay. Yeah, you went there. We want okay. to go there today? Okay. Yeah. Okay, now you went there. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing about, well, no, here's what I will say about myself as someone without a dad, right? And when you hear it, it might sound, you might like this one a little bit better. I didn't have heaps of questions. I had one question. And that's the question that Will Smith asked at the very end of this. I'm sorry. I, you know, if there was something that I... Hey, you know what? You ain't got to do no, nothing, Uncle Phil. Hey, you know, ain't like I'm still five years old, you know? Ain't like I'm going to be sitting up every night asking my mom, when's daddy coming home, you know? Who needs him? Hey, he wasn't there to teach me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Made a bunch hey, I got of pretty damn good at it, too, didn't I, yeah, Uncle Phil? Did. Got through my first date without him, right? Mm. I learned how to drive. I learned how to shave. I learned how to fight without him. I had 14 great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Down with him! I ain't need him then and I don't need him now. Will. Nah, you know what, Uncle Phil? I'm going to get through college without him. I'm going to get a great job without him. I'm going to marry me a beautiful honey. And I'm having me a whole bunch of kids. I'm going to be a better father than he ever was. And I sure as hell don't need him for that. Because ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me about how to love my kids. Mm. How come he don't want me, man? Gotta feel something to you. Hey, you don't need a prep when it's it's right there, eh? They say acting is a way of living out one's insanities. Oh, you prep, my boy. That's all I got today. Wow. Jordan threw me a lob halfway through there. I appreciate that. I got that. you, my boy. I, 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 I got felt you, that lob. I got you. My I boy. felt that lob. You know what I'm just you know what I'm stoked about? We we have set the table for my tour, mate. We've finally done our job. We did our job. We did our job, people. We finally done our job on this segment. Oh wow. Man, Brooke, Jordan, I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so proud of you guys. Now we did our job, good. Feels like we've arrived. And he's standing up.
touching me about control. Control. Touching me about how how are we gonna lose now? Oh man! If we lose now, we're never doing this again. <laughs> you know what? It's come to my uh, just just this is just random thought. I, I, it's come to my attention that perhaps the greatest TV moment belongs within ourselves. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like maybe the greatest TV moment was really it's a personal thing. So I'm gonna keep it personal with my pitch. The year was 1990. Little eight-year-old Mark, enjoying the exploration of new experimental music that had hit his eardrums. My tanned-coloured origin jeans with turtleneck skivvy was set. My bag was packed to spend the weekend at my best mate's house out in the country. I was pumped. This was set to be my biggest weekend ever. The Gulf War still occupied most people's minds, but for me, uh uh-uh. The biggest (laughs) news in my nine-year-old horizons was WrestleMania VI. They called it the ultimate challenge. The main event, pitting WWF champion Hulk Hogan against WWF Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, The Ultimate Warrior. My mate's dad, who I never really saw around the house much, had dubbed WrestleMania 6 on VCR. As we didn't have the internet, no money to buy the magazines. For us, we were viewing this as if it was live. Yeah, buddy! Now, as I thought through this GOAT TV moment... I got selfish. Sure, people could get you know tied up in Grey's Anatomy's Denny's death moment, the juxtaposition of what we just heard then with Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Perhaps this wasn't a moment that they nailed pure love and joy like Rachel finding Ross on Friends. No, no, no. For me, this was Champ vs. Champ. Come on, Hulkamaniacs vs. the Warrior. Every steroid available was on display. Every title that mattered was up for grabs. Now I could bore you with the minor details of the pre-fight build-ups. But why bother? That doth butter no bread. The real meat in the sandwich was what happened in the match. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you my greatest TV moment of all time. The Ultimate Warrior beating Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 6. Come on. You know what that is? Don't mess with this show, period. You Cut want the that. smoke? You're going to get the smoke from Matua Mark. You're going to get the smoke from Brooke. You're going to get the smoke from me. If you know people in higher places, clip that. Send them to us. Say we need some sponsorship. <laughs> Who's making better? 
listening experiences in this arenal. That's an award right there. Honestly, clip the day. This makes me want to swear. But we promised we wouldn't. Nah. I might swear next. <laughs> First <Hey>. time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Fado. That made that made me uh, that made that made me spicy. This is the morning shift. I'm flying solo today. It's Matua Mark here, and Brooke and Jordan currently on a flight back from Canada to Aotearoa. They will be back Monday, ready to go. Now I'm looking back at some of our my favourite bits. To be fair, uh, from our 110 podcasts that we've set down so far, uh, this was a great one too. Brooke, we all know the only child brought up by a solo mum, a superhero mum. And the idea of squabbling with siblings seemed to be fun to him. Alas, the shifters came through and told him the truth. This is The Morning Shift. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are going to explore the world of sibling rivalries. And I thought, who better to do it than an only child? (laughs) (laughs) Now, before we jump into the story of the Johns brothers, which we'll talk about in just a second... Can I ask, Jordan, I'll come at you, uh, you about some, I guess, situations that caused a couple of kerfuffles when you were growing up. It's more the idea of like, I would always think about it, but didn't know why it happened, why it came up, all that type of thing. First one, would you guys tea towel whip every night? <laughs> Do you know, I've never, <laughs> I've never heard an only child have questions about <laughs> siblingness. Because I used to whip the fridge. Oh. You know, I whipped my brother so hard one night that I actually split the skin behind his knee. And that was that was like immortal times. Like, we were no longer allowed to whip because he had a bleeding laceration. <laughs> Sorry, son. Bleeding. Can we please kill the music real quick? Can we have a silent moment for Brooke whipping his fridge every night like it was a sibling? Damn. <laughs> I'm in here. Let's get back to regular program. No, we didn't flick every night. Maybe every week, a few times a week. What about the run for, uh, like, the battle over the control? Like, why was the TV remote such an important thing? I would go to <laughs> my friend's house and it would be, it's my turn, it is a Thursday! Yeah, I grew up in a house where it was our dad's thing, you know? It's, it's probably less sibling and probably more more dad's thing, but it's it's obviously who's got the remote decides the channel, right? Yeah. But then it's it's always short-lived because then the sibling's just going to stand in front of the, like, the curtain and go, nah, you can't change it. So <laughs> I've seen that. So, you know. <laughs> Why don't you guys share? I always see this. Oh, I would hear. <laughs> oh, oh, so cute. God. That's mine. Grab his little cheek and rub it. The no, innocence. that's mine. You the innocence. Ask me that question one more time. Why wouldn't brothers and sisters share? <laughs> <laughs> because my thought process, when you're by yourself and you're only child, it's the only time if someone takes something like your clothes, you know where it's coming back to. Like, it's always coming home. Bro, let me tell you, I think I think stealing clothes, particularly for girls i got sisters, would have to be one of the top reasons for rum bucks. Oh. Amongst, amongst, amongst sibling sisters especially. Do you know why? It's just, it's a, it's a little bit of jealousy sometimes. It's just, I don't know, it's just the idea of like, how dare you wear something that's mine. But they do it to each other. It's crazy. You know what, Brooke? It's a deeper meaning. When it comes to siblings taking other, th- taking the things of their, of their brothers and sisters, it really comes down to control. Who's in control of the situation? You're so right. What dog has just peed on the lamppost? Because oh, ultimately, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. And, and it's a constant battle from flicking to TV control remote. You're always trying to be the one in control. And, and, and sometimes it's more sinister than that. 
like a sibling will walk into a room in space where you know there's not allowed to be any beef, like a, in front of Nana and Granddad, you know? And then that sibling's just seething because they're like, ha, ah, you're wearing my top. And you know I'm not going to say anything. You. And when you're mate. one up, bro, you oh, oh, I love there this. is I'm no better so feeling. Oh, there is no better oh. feeling than being one up. Like oh, totally. when you when you're one up on everybody in the family and your siblings, like you're like you're the ch- you've won a chip. Is Skittish. that the easiest sleep that you have? Oh, that's yes. the easiest sleep you can get. I got one more. What's it like in the car? Road trips seem like a void. <laughs> seem like a void. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, um, can I reverse that back on you? What was it like in the car? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man oh, yeah, yeah nah They were a vibe They were a vibe You're making me feel Very uh, privileged And thinking about How much I love my siblings Very lucky to have siblings I feel like I learned A little bit there yeah, Now where this all Stemmed from Sorry guys Got a little bit sidetracked But love that Where this all stemmed from Was uh, there's a couple brothers Legendary brothers In the NRL Called Maddie and Joey Johns And Maddie has a uh, Radio show In Australia And Joey Johns Is on it as well And Maddie noticed that his brother wasn't really paying attention and he wanted to, to kind of rock him up and, and make sure that he was listening and, and a part of the show. And I'm just going to play out the, the audio from what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Man, I'm, I'm sick of you rapping Queensland. That's what I'm sick well, of. Well, because, you know, because they've just been better. Are you serious? I'm absolutely serious. It's been on the score. Look at the scoreboard. Well, you're just talking about their best team. It's their best team ever. They've been together for two or three years. You got one extreme to the other. Well, let's see it's not the go. best side they've ever had. Put your maroon jersey on. You should have some at home. Well, I would. They're easier to admire. <laughs> what? Yes, <laughs> mate. Just because you played four games and lost four doesn't mean you're <laughs> bad. You well, mate, you don't need to be a baker to know bread tastes good. <laughs> I couldn't give a <laughs> I think they're great, right? I love that. Andrew so Johns is a bit of me, eh? Just hit the, hit the, hit the personals once it gets a bit too... <laughs> Very quick. He quit the job. He said, I'm not coming back to the end of the year. Brothers, right? I love that. Brothers. So we chucked it out there and said, what is the fight that you're having with your sibling at the moment? How long has it happened? And as always, the shifters, you guys are so amazing. You came back with some of the best ones and eye-openers from an only child. Let's check them out. Brooke, sibling relationships are sometimes hard to explain, but I'll put it like this. I would give my sister my kidney, but she ain't having none of my juice. (laughs) After hearing you talk about it Oh that makes so much sense For some reason Like you would run Through a brick wall Jump in front of a car That is so true <laughs> But that t-shirt Nah nah we are. Nah 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 We good on that You can have my You can have my spleen But nothing else <laughs> A few years ago um, I was heading up To the takeaways To get Pick us up some dinner My brother hands me This Like five dollar scratchy And he had one a free scratchy off that and he asked me if I would pop up uh, next door to the dairy and pick up his free scratchy and so I did that and while I'm sitting in the car um, waiting for our dinner I thought I might as well um, scratch the scratchy for him <laughs> and to my surprise he wins $500 and I just bursted out laughing anyway I ran back into the dairy grabbed the $500 Bought him a $5 scratchy and kept the $495 to myself. And anyway, I told him a few days later. So to get me back a few days later, I go into the um, to my garden shed to pull out my weed trimmer and my lawnmower. Oh, only to find that my weed trimmer and my lawnmower was missing. And I knew straight away that it was my brother. So I called him up and then he tells me that he... That 
hit pond off my wheelchair in my lawn now it's a cage conveyors not even because he needed the money but just the beanie anyway fast forward to um this year um for whatever reason he lands himself in prison for a few months and of course he leaves his wallet behind and so I helped myself to his credit card of course so what did I do? I go and buy myself a wee trimmer and a lumbar <laughs> I can't wait to tell him one day when he realises anyway she wins oh, oh, she wins my favourite part anyway goes to jail for whatever reason <laughs> not important not an important part of the story <laughs> Love you, sis. Wow. Oy, that, that was a great. beautiful story. And very, very well told. I think we got some more as well. So we went out for dinner, and my sister is currently six months pregnant. Now, we all sat down for dinner, um, ordered our food, and mm, her chips, well, our chips came <laughs> first. As you can imagine, a pregnant person being quite hangry at that time. She went to the bathroom and I seized the opportunity of taking the last few chips, didn't think anything of it. When she came back, she had the biggest tantrum that a pregnant person can do. Uh, She stormed out of the restaurant and took her milkshake with her and sat outside and cried. She still doesn't let me live it down and she refuses to eat anything around me because she doesn't want me to steal the rest of her food. I might be with her. I might nah, be with the mum. Nah, there's there's some there's something deeper to the story. Yeah. You know what it is? It's it's like the story what do you think, Mr. White? I think again it results back to control. Mm. And this is a, just a, a this will be something that she's done all her life or something that is totally been just niggling away at the back of her and that was the straw, the straw. that broke the camel's back. It's okay. never about the few chips. You know? It's like you'll have a sibling that just for whatever reason will just be that last person to eat the three chips. And then they'll turn around and be like, what's the big deal? Totally. But it's like there's times when it has been a big deal and they haven't cared. And it's just like, yeah. It's a build-up. I'm on the fence with that story. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask the question, is it always the youngest or no? Uh, The youngest has a sense of um, (laughs) not caring factor and entitlement than than a lot of the other siblings, but I'm a fan of the youngest. Yeah, the one that um, the one that always used to get me was my older brother used to break all my things, so he would come play with my toys and then break them. And it usually came from because my like just something as simple as I would have a car that was quicker than his car in the hallway, so he'd just uh, play with it while I wasn't there, and it would break. And then all of a sudden, and he'd do it with everything I had, so I wouldn't care mm. about some things. But then he would break or leave a stain on my origin genes, and I'd just be like, no! And rage. My sister is the only one who has our mum's secret lasagna recipe, and the stupid witch won't share it with me. (laughs) So now when she takes it to family events, when no one's looking, I pour half a bottle of salt on it. Not enough for no one to eat it, but enough for people to talk caca about how bad it is. (laughs) Share the recipe, man! Man, the tote on the lasagna and the human. Unreal. On the stupid witch. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's funny. I want to know why the mum has only agreed to tell one daughter and not the other. Oh, we see, we're digging deep now. Yeah, we're deep. The There's way I was listening here, to that, I was thinking the mum had passed away. So it was only oh, the daughter that left. If, if so, rest in love, Fano. Rest in love. Still mean, though. Nah. <laughs> Whenever we have fish and chips, my little brother would do those. 
wannabe sneaky ones and try hide the chips behind the other layers of paper, you know? And then when we go to pack up and throw the rubbish away, all the chips fucking fall out. Oh, oh. All the chips bloody <laughs> f- fall out. So, yeah, we always end up arguing about that because what a stingy, eh? Hundred percent. Sorry about that swear word, Fano. My two Mark just keeps keep you on to, your toes, man. He wants to get a swear word a week. <laughs> good roll, man. Good roll. My brother got a little too honest about a month ago. He told me I put on a bit of weight. I mean, he's right. But shut your lips, you're ugly, and I don't say anything. Nar. Oh man, I love that because it's just like my brother got a little bit too honest. Oh man, that's funny. That's funny. Brooke, you enjoying this? Well, it's the best thing in my my, my my mind has been open, but I, I just had this thought about what happened to us mm? on Friday night. Remember how I was a little bit too honest with you? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think we're talking about um, stories uh, of our Friday night. Okay, let's yeah, leave yeah, it. Because <laughs> then I'd have to say a story and you, you won't like it. <laughs> I don't want that story. <laughs> Sorry, as we were. As we were. <laughs> My sister stopped talking to me over me not acknowledging her birthday post she did for me on Facebook. Uh, this was five years ago next month. Yeah, nah, who cares? That's a tough one, man. It's a sister. Nah, nah, who cares? But, you know, sometimes, you know, siblings be holding grudges over small things and really just come to the table and bear your emotions. Let's, let's heal together and really unpack. But don't tell me that. You've been annoyed for five years over a Facebook post. A Facebook Let, post. Let's get to the truth, Fano. What's the real truth? What's the real truth? Salty de carnival. If you're the ugly sister, own it. All right? Just <laughs> If you're the big one, be funny. <laughs> I saw this quote, and it could work for that. Oh, It said, like branches on trees, you may grow in different directions, but your roots will always remain intertwined. Makes sense, right? I'm not sure it works hey, for that, sure, yeah, that You were good last week Don't try it Don't try it On this week <laughs> I had like six good ones Last week too Okay Siblings man I hey. learned a lot Love you I appreciate that This Is the morning shift So we began this journey Not over Maybe six months ago And it was a journey that Joe Webb and Aida helped put together a journey in which Jordan, Brooke and myself set up some pretty plain terms. Let's build a space that we can entertain, educate ourselves and others and uplift the community who comes with that. Now, you guys who are listening, it can sound a bit eerie-fairy, but sometimes, sometimes what we do fits into all three of those main pillars. Now, we've had tough times. Job offers to split the crew up, family circumstances that have made things a bit messy. But we've all hung in there, and you guys have been supporting. And it's been an amazing ride. What is this? This is during the show. Huh? Webby's just entered the studio, along with Neeks. You guys can see all of this on our Instagram. Sorry, shifters. Sorry. Interrupting us. All good, all good. Hey, got a little present for you guys. Um... Don't want to get DMs or anything, but you know it's been a, it's been a hard few months for all of us. You know, you guys obviously taking a new journey uh, into new media. Um, Matua, Mike, and myself, and Nick's and everyone at You Know Media, we've got a little present that we uh, want to give you guys because we got a we, we work so quick here. You know, you guys, for example, come in here every single day and you record, right? And 
we don't care about likes, we don't care about followers, we don't care about any of that, but we actually need to sit down and slow down and be like, you know what, we've done something very cool here. Um, so please open this, and this is a, this is a bit of a milestone. Something. Not so much, you especially. We have done something, come here. Guys, we got a million downloads. Woo! And I'm that serious. means something to us, man. That's... Serious, you guys, these guys don't celebrate their wins. And I mean, hopefully going forward, you know, it's a big win. <laughs> but this is, is, this is huge, you know? So, good job, boys. Thank you very much. And this is all the shifters. This is all of you guys. Thank you for believing in, in, in yourselves and us. Can Let's I just say one thing? Yes, Jordan is right. Uh, we don't get that and we don't do this whole thing. Without this guy right here. This guy, he, he is our guy, he is our one. We be, we be got us here. Appreciate it, Moses. Love you guys. You. Love you. Anyway, sorry for interrupting. Love you guys. Here's to another 10, baby. Let's go. Let's go. This is the morning shift. All right, let's finish up with some aspirational stuff. Like I said, boys back Monday, back to the normal sets of shows. Uh, we've finished up with our political stuff. We might do a bit of a revisit, though, just working out how you're supposed to register and stuff and making sure that we do get our voices heard. Imagine, imagine if the people who listen to this podcast, and it's a lot of you, imagine if we actually turned up and voted this time. Mm, imagine being heard. Uh, yeah, so we'll find out a bit more about that. But let's finish up with some aspirational stuff. Nothing like the moral that stopped Brooke in his tracks. This is the morning shift. Oh, yes. You smell that? What is that? It smells like a moral to me. <laughs> Each week I get to share a story, a fable, a knowledgeable piece of literature that we can all learn from. We call it Matua's Morals. Love it. This week, it's all about being thankful for what we have. There was a blind girl who hated herself purely for the fact she was blind. The only person she didn't hate was her loving boyfriend. He was always there for her. She said that if she could only see the world, she would marry him. One day, someone donated her a pair of eyes. Now she could see everything, including her boyfriend. Her boyfriend asked her, Now that you can see the world, will you marry me? The girl was shocked when she saw that her boyfriend was also blind and refused to marry him. Her boyfriend walked away. He later wrote a letter to her saying, Woman, just take care of my eyes, dear. The moral of the story? When our circumstances change, so does our mind. Some people may not be able to see the way things they were, they were before and might not be able to appreciate them. There are many things to take away from this story. Oh, that one hit me. That was a liver punch. Oh, that was a good one there. 
I know we've been playing around and I'm supposed to spice up something. I don't know if we need it. I don't know if we need it today. Just take care of my eyes, dear. Oh. I know what we've been doing. I got to know when to tap out. That's on top right there. Uh, I got you, bro. Someone don't want your eyes, Fano. Show them your molly. Give them back. Give them back. <laughs> Give me my eyes back. <laughs> then my lamp back, eyes back. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> no one wants your eyes. You take them back, Fano. You claim those eyes back and you start seeing and you start living. Never let a blind person see if they can't. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have your eyes and be grateful. All right. Oh, yeah. This no. is the morning shift. Yeah, that's me. I'm looking forward to having the boys back in studio from Monday morning. Looking forward to hearing all your guys' stories. Working out what they did in Canada as well should be a lot of fun. But, hey, I just want to do a special thank you to everybody who's taken the time to download, to comment on our Facebook page, to messenger us. Um, We've got plenty more to come. We've got really exciting news coming up Monday. Uh, I'm not going to let you in on too much, but uh, we're super pumped to all be back. Super exciting news around sponsorship. Super exciting news around our next merch drop. And just super excited to have the team back. Pumped to go Monday morning. Thank you guys for all your support. God bless. Appreciate you. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make them an offer again with you. The Shift. I love you. This is The Shift. Got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah.